everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Whitney Nelson, and we have returning guests and fan favorites, I like to say. Uh, Press Continue Podcast, we have Adam and Brittany. How's everybody doing? Uh, who's going to go first? Hi. I'm Adam, <laughs> and I'm going first. <laughs> That's usually nice. how our show starts. Hi. And- this is Brittany, too. <laughs> <laughs> We missed you guys. It's been so long. How are you, Whitney? I'm doing well. Uh, I've been sick a lot since I've been on last. I feel like that's going around, though. I'm not the only one. I feel like every time I turn around, everyone I know is sick. Um, yeah. It's that time of year. Yeah, yeah it is that I'm, time of year. I, I'm sure I'm going to sniffle a lot. but uh, It's fine. I'll try to edit them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's because you know we're happy to be here, but at the same time, we're really sad because... Um, Doug, we're we're really here for your intervention. Oh no! Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, we 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 all saw your uh, your internet history, and uh, we we figured we had to talk to you about that. I haven't seen it. What about, the hell you're talking about, about? About why you keep searching about chickens and black leather. I I, I don't understand, but we want you to know that we all love you, and we're here to uh, to support you what through are this. You oh about? no, not on my own show. We got to keep this under wraps. No, the secret can't get out. Uh, but no, uh, chicken. If it, if I'm googling chicken, it's Chicken Guy Guy Fury's restaurant. I just want to go back. I you was said only Chicken at- Guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in that's leather? the name of the restaurant. Uh, exactly. Not in leather. No. <laughs> Maybe that's one of his signature sauces. But no, this is a video game podcast for anyone who's new. Uh, I hope you're new. I hope you're telling people to come check out our show. Uh, but let's go roundtable with the video games we've been playing. In fact, let's hear from Whitney first because we haven't heard from you in a few weeks. And then we'll get to Adam and Brittany and then I'll come in last. Well, I have been over the last couple of months, and really my boyfriend more so than me, but have been looking for a Hearthstone replacement. I've talked about it the last couple of times that I've been on. Um, yeah. For a while, that led me into a departure of revisiting Don't Starve, because uh, we played Don't Starve together, and that was super fun, and then I just kind of fell back into Don't Starve. Um, and so I played pff, probably like 50 hours of Don't Starve in the last like two months. Damn. Um, yeah, I I got real into it all of a sudden. And then uh, we found something that uh, is not very uh, widely reviewed, but so far has been really, really fun. Uh, it's called Eternal. And um, it is a card game, very much like Hearthstone, but it's much more um, Magic the Gathering-esque. There's, you know, the mana type thing, which you've got with um power cards and so you have to like draw enough power cards to be able to play your own cards so there's definitely different dynamics to it than Hearthstone had and there's a lot more abilities just in general like the cards that do things do a much wider array of things than they did in Hearthstone but uh the learning curve like they walk you through it really well. They have a whole thing of puzzles and it's all free to play. So, so far they've been doing a lot of things right. And some things I think they were even done better than Hearthstone. It is a Damn. little bit more dense um, because it's more magic-like. Like there's more stuff to, I haven't even gotten into the meta of it yet because I'm still just working through the basics and, and trying to figure out where I'm like, where it's different from Hearthstone and where it's different from magic and all that stuff. But so far it has been very fun, very well put together, smooth, and I've had a really, really good time with it so far. So anyone who's been looking to get out of the blizzard sphere since the whole Hong Kong thing, Eternal is a good replacement for Hearthstone so far. 
Awesome. Man, it is really cool. I'm looking at the graphics now and gameplay. I really mm-hmm. want to get into this one. And the fact that it's free to play, yeah, I- I'm interested. It's available on Switch, Steam, uh, Google Play, App App Store, so and anywhere you want to play. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's it, so, super like, benefit. So you can play on your phone with somebody on another platform and stuff like that. So you, it's 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 cool in that way, too big benefit there and because it's not world of warcraft based like the the mythos and whatever is all in the game you don't feel like you're missing out by not having played a world of warcraft expansion or anything like that because they take everything in hearthstone from world of warcraft storylines and and dungeons and all that sort of stuff eternal it's all like from scratch nice i love the animated cards and stuff this one looks really Mm -hmm. fun Mm-hmm. You you actually piqued my interest a little bit because I've been playing Magic for like twenty years, mm-hmm. and so um, I will have to check into it. Yeah, a little I was better. thinking Adam's downloading this right now. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, it looks really. I think cool. So I didn't get super into Magic back in the day, but I think that they did some stuff. It's clearly built by people who played Magic because there's stuff for for like example power is what you use to play cards instead of mana, but they right. have also influence, which you like helps avoid mana screw where you like just get the wrong card draw and you can't play any of your own cards. You still mm-hmm. hit that occasionally, but it like the things that they solve here are less computer game solves and more magic solves. So as someone it's a really good like Everything Blizzard does is very user friendly. It's easy to get into the tutorial stuff. Like it's it's really um like right off the bat you can jump into it. This is definitely more dense than that, but I think mm-hmm. it's a really good middle balance between something like Hearthstone and something like Magic. Totally. Yeah, Hearthstone, I, I played that for a short time and that game kind of pissed me off because it got to the point where if you don't throw money at it, you can't win. Well, they definitely, and they and they just kept leaning more and more towards pay to play. And this one right. gives you a lot of stuff for free. There's so much game for free, and there's so many ways to get cards that don't exist in Hearthstone. Um, and if you do pay or you know save up enough points to to do the adventures and that kind of stuff, the solo play things or the draft things um, in Eternal, you get. If you craft cards for their draft, which is like their version of Hearthstone's Arena, mm. you keep all the cards that you create for the for the deck. So it costs okay. a decent amount of gold, but like I've only been playing for two weeks and I was able to get together enough gold playing for two weeks to enter a draft. But then I got nice. every single one of those 75 cards that I crafted. So if I craft with stuff that's not in my deck, I get all of those cards. And you can play with gold, which you can accrue naturally without having to put money in. So they definitely are are way more generous as far as how much game you can play and how competitive you can get without having to dump any money into it. I'll, t- I'll tell you another game that's kind of similar to all that too. Have you ever heard of uh, Epic? Epic card game? I have I have heard of Epic. Um, I don't think that they made a digital version of it, but I mean, literally, you can't get like quote unquote mana hosed because mm-hmm. everything either costs <laughs> one or zero, and you get yeah. one gold every turn. So it's like you can always play cards no matter what, and it's uh, it's kind of like again a mix of Magic and a, a lot of other strategy card games, but it's like super cheap and it caught on for a while. I, I don't know how big it is now because I, I don't. I literally have no friends that play it. Mm-hmm. Um, literally have no friends. 
Oh, <laughs> but um, it's it's a cheap little little game, and it's literally I mean you get the deck of every card in it, and you just shuffle it up and split the deck in half, and that's your deck. Yeah. So it's it's different every time, and it's it's a fun little cheap strategy card game like that too. Very cool. Adam, knowing that you're such a Magic the Gathering uh, guy, did you get around to playing the digital version? They have, like, Magic the Gathering Arena. I oh, remember Lord. downloading the installer and never installing it because I just forgot about it. But I know that there's a there's a community there. Would you have any interest? Oh, well, I've I played it. And oh. it, I actually got into the alpha and then the – I was in the alpha, which it worked for a while on my old-ass t- 2009 MacBook. And, <laughs> and I got it to work. And then they updated it to beta, and they broke it. And then meaning I, your your laptop couldn't keep up. Yeah, my laptop it wouldn't work anymore. It required a, a more powerful graphics card, so it wouldn't work anymore. Damn. So then I um, spent like a month uh, fiddling with my laptop to try to get it to dual boot into Windows, and then I realized how much I hate Windows. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but then I, I, I finally got it all working. The system's dual boot. I can play it. Um, I actually streamed it every once in a while, but the computer, it's just not good enough for me to stream it and play it at the same time. But I played it for oh, a yeah, long the- time, and I made a deck that was like unbeatable in the thing out of shit cards, which is normally what I do when I play Magic. <laughs> and um, I, it's it's really good. I mean, it's fun. You always got somebody to play with. Like, I would sit there for just hours playing it, and and it works. And there's a whole community behind it. You know, there's a ton of people streaming that thing on Twitch. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it only goes back so far with the cards. Right. You know, and I'm used I'm, – I'm old school Magic, so I like playing a lot of the really, really old stuff from like 20 years ago. And totally. The, the, the cards that they're playing are, are what's called standard, which is like the latest five or six sets. And then – you know, another set comes out, and then it, one of the sets will drop out. So you'll put all this stuff into getting getting all the all the cards in those six sets, and then a new set comes out, and now you can't use half your cards anymore. So that, that whole format kind of pisses me off. That's why I kind of stopped playing it. Yeah. But, um, otherwise, it it it's great. If you're into That's the cool. standard format, it it runs really well. It's a lot of fun. Um, they actually got the rules right, which is literally the most comp- magic is the most complicated game out of any game out there. It has over two thousand rules, and you have to oh know all God. of them to play this damn game. That's why I never got fully into it. Yeah, there's just too many rules, and every every time they come out with a new set, there's like a thousand new rules that change. The rules will change, and then they'll add more. So it it just it just gets more and more complicated. Yeah, that sounds hard to keep track of. Do people like lug around like big books of like, oh, gotta check the rules here? Yeah, it's called the internet. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fair enough. But you're, but you're constantly having to look up individual cards because they'll errata cards constantly. Like a new rule will come out and they'll change the rules for like 30 cards. So you'll be like, this is what it says on the card, but that's not how it works anymore. So let's look it up and fight over it for 20 minutes. Yeah, I'd be throwing that stuff oh, off God. the table. So, yeah, those aren't the people that I play with. <laughs> I, I do not have the patience for something no. like that. No. Me neither. Fair enough. Well, how about you, Brittany? Uh, have you been playing much games these days? And Adam, we'll get to you as well. Any, like, video games, specifically? Uh, not really. I've just been playing some uh, 
games on my phone, and I bought um, Bendy and the Ink Machine and Control recently so I could play over the Christmas holiday, but um, I've just been playing Franbo on my phone <laughs> when I have a oh, what's What is that? It's a, a horror-like uh, story puzzle game, and it's kind of disturbing. I was telling Adam about it. Yeah, and, we, just talk, we just did a podcast yeah. the other day, and we talked a little bit about it, but go ahead. And it's just a girl trying to escape a mental institution. And uh, she can take pills that makes her see, like, beyond the veil so she can see demons that are affecting people and stuff like that. It's creepy and it's been fun. What was that movie? Yeah, it was basically wow. the same. I don't know. Same. It was, the girl's name was, like, Baby Doll or something. Oh. uh You know what I'm talking about. I do. I can't think of it. Sucker Punch? Sucker Punch. Kind it's like basically that, Sucker yeah. Punch. <laughs> Yeah, kind of Interesting. Like I'm looking up uh, images of it. Yeah, I get like a Salad Fingers meets Corpse Bride vibe. I don't know. It looks really <laughs> weird. So I have one of the only tweets that I read that is stuck in my mind for years, even though I haven't seen it since, is Patton Oswalt, when Sucker Punch came out, tweeted something that was basically just watching Mein Kampf and Sailor Moon at the same time. And I thought that was hilarious so much so that it stuck in my head forever i i have a memory that's like a swiss cheese like i don't remember anything and yet i remember pat noswalt tweeted it's like mind camp and sailor watching man camp and sailor moon at the same time to watch sucker it's kind of like that yeah it's funny wow so, so that is funny. pat noswalt is he the guy that killed oh, he- ratatouille no oh <laughs> I mean, he's been in a lot more than that, but... He's done a lot yeah, more than Ratatouille, sure. but yes, Ratatouille. Yeah, that's what but he's I know Ratatouille, she, she speaks Indeed. my language. <laughs> yeah, I know what yeah, I put it in cartoon speak. <laughs> nice. But though, that's cool. Uh, how about you, Adam? Have you been playing any modern games, or are you still sticking with the retro stuff? Um, I got a little bit newer because I... I mean, I'm still not new-new, but... Like 1980s? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... No, I uh, I took advantage of GameStop's uh, Black Friday deal and got a bunch of stuff on previous console. They had previous console, buy one, get one free. So I picked up uh, Super Luigi U, Super Smash Bros, uh, Skyrim, and Fable 3 for 19 bucks for all four of them. Damn. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. That's going to be some fun gaming right there. Right. So I played Super Luigi U first because I, I out of the Mario Brothers, like, Luigi is my guy. So... That game is so freaking hard. It is not what I expected of a Mario game. Who says a Mario game is hard? True. Yeah, that so, doesn't typically go together. Right, but it's 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 so weird because it's every level you have, you know, like when you have 100 seconds left and the, and the music speeds up and you get all like freaked out because, okay, I got 100 seconds to finish a level. Yeah. Well, that's the entire game. Ooh. You have to speed run every freaking level. Wow. It's, yeah, yeah it's I don't insane. think I would handle that well. <laughs> I would so, definitely so, not handle that well. So the anxiety of this, the the clock gets you, and then you got to figure out these levels and the ways to get through them. And uh, I mean, they are a little bit shorter levels, but some of these levels are just insanity. And uh, it's it's fun. I mean, we're actually playing at three player. It's it's me, Finn, my seven year old, and Ashley, my wife. And what's interesting because you know, two two of us like I'm Luigi and. Finn is Toad, but then Ashley has the Wii U controller, and the thing with the person with the Wii U controller, they play support, and they can actually, like, hit enemies with the little pencil, like like the touchscreen, and it will, like, 
you know, pop enemies out of your way or like kill turtles or like if somebody's throwing something at you, she can hit it and it'll bounce it away from you. She can add platforms by touching the screen. So you, so if you're falling into a pit, she can quick put a, put a platform down. So you have something to land on and jump off of. It's like one person plays support while the other two are doing whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's a really neat concept and it's one of the multiplayer games one of the first multiplayer games in a long time that I've played where we're not all yelling and screaming at each <laughs> yeah. other, you jackass, why I'm did you kill here, me? You love me. <laughs> yeah, you stole my power up. Why did you do that? None of the, none of, no screaming. It was all it was all just fun. Nice. No, that sounds like a blast. Yeah, I don't play too many multiplayer games myself, but I the last one I played was that uh overcooked game and yeah, we were not yelling at each other but being like, Oh, you gotta do this. <laughs> so it's very Yeah, just like, overcooked overcooked does does ra- ratchet things up a bit. I feel like for the sure. couple of times that I've played it, it's gotten a very intense. It's really really <laughs> hectic. Absolutely. Oh, we're at the point in the game where there's certain levels that we're struggling as a team to get through. So I'm I'm hoping to get, I think it'd be better if I have four people playing, but I'm not really sure if that matters or not. But with uh, two, it's really tough. Hmm. But that's cool. Uh, as for me, I've been playing Life is Strange 2. I'm trying to wrap it up. Episode 5 came out earlier this month. And I'm it's just so many mixed emotions about this game. It's been <laughs> such an emotional roller coaster as far as how long it's been uh, in between release dates. I remember the first two episodes, I was just like underwhelmed thinking the, the game has a lot of potential. I'm just, It's just not really doing it for me just yet. Then episode three came around. I'm like, oh man, this is my episode. Shit's getting spicy. It's going to be a fucking cool game. Let's see how things wrap up. Episode four comes around and I was like back to like, oh no, this sucks. Like this is really like garbage. No. I was not happy with how the story went. And then now it's episode five and it's wrapping up and I feel like it's, about time because i've been waiting for like this climactic shit to happen like for people who don't are unaware of the story i'm not going to really spoil anything but the uh the diaz brothers are on the run uh your younger brother has superpowers and eventually yeah in episode five it's basically come to light that the feds are in the area and they're gonna find you so you gotta run so i'm basically expecting the confrontation of us with the feds but Oh man, I I just sure hope this game wraps up good and I wasn't just like for like almost more than a year of me playing this game to just walk away like disappointed. I already kind of am though. The fact that it was such a like it was no, such an emotional it's roller all coaster. Just a dream. I just think somebody's going to wake no, up just, at the end. <laughs> if I were coming to review it, like I can't give it much more than a 5 yet unless the ending's just like mind-blowing. So I want to love Life is Strange too cuz I loved both games before that. I loved the original and uh the prequel before the storm. But man, the sequel's been interesting. So we'll see how that wraps up. Maybe I'll be streaming it. Uh keep an eye out there. When did this series start? Wasn't this like six years ago or something? Yeah, well, that's the thing. With Life is Strange 2, it's completely different cast of characters and a new setting. And like, you're not doing time travel or anything. This, like I said, the younger brother has like superpowers. I, I basically, essentially like he can use the force. He just like fucking picks up shit with like with an invisible <laughs> force. So I don't know. Huh. And it's, it's. <sighs> frustrating because like i said mark is i think was in the same boat where he wants to love it and is having a tough time with it so we're definitely going to do a full-blown spoiler cast we did spoiler cast for previous iterations of life is strange this has definitely got to happen now that it's wrapping up and i know uh some of our friends at gamers without borders are going to want to be on that one so we'll get that going uh probably sometime next year but we can uh wrap up the game discussion do you guys have anything in the news well Actually, before we do that, I do have a quick game of What's That Sound prepared for you guys. So let's Uh, see how you guys fare with that. 
Alright, so we're playing What's That Sound, and I'm going to warn everybody, this one's tailored to our guest Press Continue Podcast. Uh, there's a theme, I guess, maybe going on here, so good luck with figuring that out. But let's see what you guys make of sound number one now. Everything you need to know is displayed on the pack itself. Here's where you keep an eye on your current physical condition. The more green that's on the bar, the more damage you can sustain and still stay on your feet. This bar indicates your pack's heat level. When it gets to the top, you want to vent the pack and keep it from shorting out and resetting. Those freaking yeah, Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, they got it! <laughs> 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 I thought that was I was going to say, can we even get a guess from Whitney? But no, you guys were no, on I, that one. That was quick. No, you realize why we knew that so fast, right? Well, well, well our listeners may not, but no, of course I do. Uh, they just had an episode of their podcast about it. It came out today. Ooh. Well, you guys got that one clearly. Um, let's move on to sound number two. Wait, are we uh, supposed to guys... take turns and buzz in or something? Or are we just oh, no, no. No, it's the first person it's to get it. It's free for all. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you're all on the same team. Uh, if uh, you guys get the next one, you win. And then we're going to see if you can get a hat trick. Uh, let's play sound number two now. It's pole position. <laughs> I didn't even get, get through. It, it made the first note. It, it just went, Burp, and I'm like, pole position. Oh, my God. That's not, I knew that you guys were going to just crush this one because it was, like I said, tailored to you. Uh, but uh, All right. Explain wait, wait, what pole position is to our listeners because... <laughs> Do you know why I it's knew what it was pole position? Yes. <laughs> oh, no, well, that's what I'm trying to say. In relation to this game, that is the uh, strangest <laughs> title one could imagine. But why? Pole position? Because yeah. What is, is that you're like shifting gears like your stick? No, a pole position is when you're racing, you first you have to qualify on the on, on the racetrack, right? And pole and, and they they put you in order of times that you qual did you qualifying laps in. Po the pole position is the fastest time where you get to start first in the lineup of cars before the lines before the race starts. So that is what the pole position is. Interesting. Racing. I was picturing advanced stripping where they have horizontal <laughs> uh, strip bars, and it's like oh, at a ninety degree angle. Was it a chicken? Uh, actually, wait, don't get, bring my search history into this. <laughs> Alright, uh, we're gonna move on to the next sound. You guys clearly want to no, I knew, hold on, because I knew that one too, because I do own a pole position arcade machine. That is insane. Whoa. How many of those exist? Um, a Just that good one. billion of them. That's <laughs> why I got in for 50 bucks and gutted the thing and rebuilt it. So, um, yeah, I've been randomly posting pictures on our Facebook page about, about, uh, what I've done with that thing, but. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But that's why I knew it that right away. That is awesome. <laughs> yep, you guys are definitely destined to win this. You already did win, so let's see if you get the hat trick. I'm sure you will. But let's listen to sound number three now. Oh, Jesus Christ. I already know this one. I'm going to let somebody else answer. Yes, there you go. 
It sounds Any really guesses, You've played the game. That's I what I mean. I feel like Brittany definitely knows, and I'm sorry, Whitney, this game was not meant for you. I'm that's sorry. okay. That's okay. I definitely don't know any of them, so go for it's it. Knock yourself out. That's what I mean. If I was quizzing myself, I wouldn't know any of these either. Uh, so It's got a ninja and a dog. Oh, that... I forgot what it's called. Shadow Dancer. Shadow Good Dancer. job, Brittany. <laughs> Shadow Dancer. There we go. That's an old one for Genesis, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, and we did a show on that one, what? Four months ago? Can I'd you like, tell my theme? Yeah, yeah, the dog, and it's awesome, because he's like helps you out killing people. Yeah. You got a white attack a dog. ninja dog. Absolutely. Very cool. You guys crushed it. That's how we play. What's that sound? Alright, so let's wrap this episode up with some news topics and then some plugs. Is there anything you guys want to talk about in the news or anything you just want to shout out? I know I have at least one thing I want to mention. Well, it's not video game related, but it is relevant to my interests. Uh, The Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 are being released on the same day. What? Oh my god. Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 are being released on May 21st. Bill and Ted 3 at the same time. (laughs) Or, yeah, and the replacements too. (laughs) Jesus. I'm fine with it. So that's going to be a good day for me. Well, what do you want to go see first? Now that's the real question. Matrix. John Wick. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. I think I'd lean Matrix myself, but that's understandable. These dang youngsters don't know what's up. (laughs) (laughs) We just had a John Wick movie. I'm like, I can wait for that one a little longer. I didn't even see the second one. There's three. Well, after or so, the I, third one. so I have a Keanu Reeves podcast, and we're yes. watching all of his movies in chronological order. As of recording this, it has the third one hasn't been released yet. But uh, I've now rewatched all three Matrixes. I have not rewatched any of the John Wicks yet, outside like for the podcast. But having revisited the three Matrixes, I can tell you definitively that John Wick is a better trilogy because all those movies stand more independently than than the Matrix movies do. The Matrix movies were too well, tied into other stuff, graphic novels, and like anim- the Animatrix and the video games, and like all of it. There's too much story that happens outside of the screen um, that they just don't stand as well on their own. I'm pretty optimistic about the matrix four though i think the matrix four is gonna be really good oh man i can't imagine where they're gonna take it i'm super stoked for that one doesn't it only have one wachowski in it this time yeah yes i believe as of right now there is only one wachowski involved and i i I can see you saying that uh you know the i kind of agree with you that even even though i haven't seen the other john wick movies um matrix three sucked Hey. So <laughs> it did. So one was one was amazing. Two was pretty good. Three was it trash. Not yeah. Good. It's it was a frustratingly bad movie, but it, it like it definitely got Zion. the job done. I don't, uh, no, but like, I don't know. It was it was corny. <laughs> well, that was our Matrix discussion. <laughs> like I said, the only news that I'm interested in right now has nothing to do with video games. So that's no, that's, that's what you get from me. I was just going to mention, if people recall, there was a game called Golf Story for Switch and probably other platforms, I forget. But that was a pretty big uh, 
it was like a pixelated uh, RPG, but you're like playing like a golf game at the same time. They have a sequel on the way. It's called Sports Story, and it looks very just like up the same alley. So if you were a fan of Golf Story, you might want to go check out the trailer for Sports Story. I think that's coming out sometime 2020. How do you RPG golf? Do you like? I there's a that's duck what I mean. In the fairway, fight it. <laughs> I mean, they pulled work? it off somehow. I didn't get around to playing this game, and as a <laughs> golf fan, I feel like a weird adult saying that. I'm not really that much of a, a golf fan, but I did play Everybody's Golf on PS4. In fact, me oh, just yeah, bringing really it up. Good. Oh, I want to go back and play it. It was such a fun game. Uh, but no, I'm more of that type of a golf uh, game player than uh, getting around to like an RPG mixed with golf. But I, I've heard nothing but good things. In, ve- in fact, I'd probably really enjoy it. So I might have to re- revisit. Or rethink revisiting that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, getting roleplay involved is the only way that I'll ever play any kind of golf, virtual or real. <laughs> I think right. saying we're going to roleplay this is like, okay, I'm in. Now, are we doing like an Alice in Wonderland thing or like what's happening here? That's the only way to get me to play golf. That's fair. Yeah, it's not for everybody, clearly. Oh, and Skatebird is a game we brought up uh, many episodes ago. Actually, probably when it was just like uh, first announced or in development. But I think we have a release date for that. And that's like uh, December 2020. So like, I still have like a year to wait till I can play mm-hmm. as a skateboarding bird. And I'm so excited. Skatebird <laughs> looks so good. People. It does. Like, go it look does. it up. Oh, my gosh. I will tell you though, I gotta back up to your to your golf thing. If you've never played Neo Turf Masters on the Neo Geo system, that is Oh literally... Lord, you know none of us have no, Adam. Right. Okay. <laughs> who's, so, who's played anything down, on that? Download MAME. <laughs> download MAME, get Neo Turf Masters. I've streamed that game at least two or three times. It is by far considered the best golf game ever made. Well, and it, and it is got and my it's total interest. arcade arcade greatness of golf. Nice. It's it sounds it's totally an oxymoron of terms, but it is it is a <laughs> super yeah, fun like, golf game. Whenever I see you guys playing the golf games, I'm like, I don't even want to watch this, let alone. Play this. <laughs> <laughs> so, golf. That's fair. Golf. The only thing what that a, the only thing that I can I'm say make us do a podcast on golf. Going back That's to it. Skatebird, though. Yes, skateboard. the biggest endorsement for skateboard. Is it a chicken? No. Ooh, you got my ears. The, the biggest <laughs> endorsement for skateboard, in my opinion, is that when you search for Untitled Goose Game, skateboard comes up as people also search for, and vice versa. When you search for skateboard, the first thing that also comes up is Untitled Goose Game, and there are at least two reviews that say skateboard could challenge Untitled Goose Game. Um, so. So it's adorable and simplistic and involves a bird, maybe also involves trolling. Uh, I don't know. I haven't played Skatebird, but all I can say is, as of right now, Untitled Goose Game is my game of 2019, so... I, I hope, like, a raccoon cop shows up at some, at some place where you're, like, grinding off a of stair railings and they're... <laughs> that would be incredible. The, I'm all in. Absolutely. I'll just go running off. <laughs> Well, I'm also thinking of the tricks you can do. You could literally grab onto your board and go flying up in the air and do some really cool shit. But no, I, if that's that'd be really cool, Whitney, if your 2019 Game of the Year is Untitled Goose Game, and then your 2020 Game of the Year is Skate Skatebird. Bird. It's just like, birds <laughs> are taking over the gaming industry. Yep. We're just doing kickflips. Oh, man. Well, that was an episode, everyone. Let's do some things <laughs> and wrap this up. <laughs> 
Um, Whitney mentioned she has another podcast. So let's start with you. Uh, where can yeah. our listeners find you on the internet and those other podcasts you do? Yes. At Whitney underscore Nelson, N-E-L-S-E-N is me on Twitter. And from there, you can find my other podcast, Historical Hotties, where we talk about dead people that we fancy. Uh, cool Breeze Over the Mountains is my Keanu Reeves uh, game. And then I'm also on Myth Takes, which is a real play podcast where I play a character named Annabelle. And like I said, you can find all of that from my Twitter account. That's the best way to find any of my other stuff. Very cool. And you guys have a podcast. We mentioned it. Press Continue Podcast. Where can our listeners find your show and you guys on the internet? Everywhere. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> if You're you search for Press Continue Podcast on any podcast app, we're pretty much on it. Um, Facebook, of course. We're on Instagram now. Um, what else are we on? Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Um, literally just search for press continue podcast and we'll pop up on, on just about anything now because I, I'm whoring our name out to everything. <laughs> Are you guys still doing a uh, YouTube stuff as well? I'm still doing YouTube. I abandoned Twitch because Twitch just sucks. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm live streaming through Aww, Facebook Twitch. now. I, I, we do most of it through Facebook. So I'm live streaming through Facebook and then I put it up on YouTube afterwards. So cool. I, we have that, and then of course I got my uh, my fun side gig where I have my own uh, gaming design company. Here's my shameless plug. So that's double oh, yeah. I games. It's double A Y E games, and uh, that's mainly on Facebook where uh, I had a new game come out about what a month ago, and I'm trying to get my other game out by the end of this year, which is called Kingdom Combat, which is a strategy card game. Very cool. Oh, man, listeners, go check that shit out. And it's not a shameless plug during plugs, dude. You're allowed to do this. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's all good. Um, And listener, uh, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places at ABT Silence. Uh, Gonna try to Twitch stream. Uh, Don't hold me to it, but I'm gonna try. Um, And I do have- Maybe. That's what I mean. Uh, I might have to give that a go. Uh, but I also have a record label. It's MissedOutRecords.com if you want to check out the vinyl and cassettes that are for sale there. I uh, got some t-shirts and long sleeves. Uh, all sorts of cool shit. But that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Press Continue Podcast. And Whitney, we will be back next week with a regular episode. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.